you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does all the work for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billing, scheduling, and more. And you can resell on Picasso's Marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. Visit Picasso to see thousands of listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O dot com. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Whoa, 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 whoa. Before you get to your show, make sure you check out the R&B podcast. I'm Nate Burleson. I'm Real Mike Rob. Tell them about the show. Oh, yeah, man. We had Le'Veon Bell on talking all that, talking his mixtape and everything. Mixtape? Yeah, mixtape. He's a rapper? Yeah, a rapper. Future. Something like Future. Okay. Talk Sierra, Russell Wilson, marriage proposals. We had a lot on the show today. Oh, this is going to be a great show, so make sure y'all check it out. Hit us up. Look for us on iTunes and YouTube. Best podcast out. Let's get it, man. Let's get it. Damashek football program available on iTunes and at davedamashek.nfl.com. Now here's your host, Dave Damashek. Hi and hello football fans, it's your old pal Dave, Dave Damashek. What's going down? I hope all's well wherever you are. Welcome to the Dave Damashek football program available as always on iTunes, Stitcher, nfl.com slash podcasts. And beyond, we have a video segment for you available on YouTube, so go check that out. Before we get into anything else, including introductions, let's go right to a lightning round. Stuff's happening fast and furious. Handsome Hank, Dan Hanzoos, John Cooper in a second-round pick from the Arizona Cardinals to the New England Patriots in exchange for Chandler Jones. How say you, Handsome? I think the Patriots probably got scared looking at all the money that's gone to defensive ends this year in, in free agency, and they probably said, we don't want to pay that next year. Let's get something for the guy right now. How does this benefit the Arizona Cardinals in the 2016 season, Hanzoos? Hank, I didn't know you were part of the Belichick Mafia. Nice spin, baby. Well, uh, Jonathan Cooper is a draft bust. Get him out of the building. Yeah, that didn't count. Cost that was a lot just of money. Like, that's just like... Chandler Jones, one of the best young pass rushers. I don't know if you guys knew this, but that, there's a premium on those guys in the league. He replaces John Abraham, finally, and away the Cardinals go. They just got better. Look out. Everybody has a chip on their shoulder when it comes to the Patriots. Oh, Belichick probably knows something the rest of us don't know. But the fact of the matter is the Cardinals just got Chandler Jones 
eek you can ass. Play it, but they've got they got to pay Jamie Collins. They got to pay Dante Hightower. I Why are we talking so I fast? I understand what you're saying. We're lightning round next. The the Baltimore Ravens in the last 24 hours. Eric Weddle, Mike Wallace. How say you, Dan Hansus? Eric Weddle's a great signing. We talked about it on our own podcast, the Around the NFL podcast, three times a week on iTunes and at NFL.com slash podcast. Cut that bit out. That Weddle can be like the Steve Smith of defense, uh, how the uh, Ravens were able to get a couple good years out of a stud. Think Weddle can be that guy? Let's see about Mike Wallace. I don't know if he can run the way he used to, and that really was his only real skill set was to be a burner and a guy who could take off the defense. Can he still do it? He's got the quarterback to do it. He finally does. That's the truth. You know, he had Teddy Bridgewater throwing in the ball. He had Ryan Tannehill throwing in the ball. Neither of those guys were able to get him the ball downfield. I love talking this fast. And, Stresses uh, me out. Me too. And but I think Mike Wallace. I think you know we'll see. We'll see. Well, the real out. question: the pressure is, isn't on him to be the number one guy anymore. I don't even think it's an emotional issue that he doesn't have the pressure. I think just practically, they're going to be able to tell him, "Hey, run really fast. That's all you have to do, Mike Wallace." Because that's all he can do. Take the top off the defense, as they say. And in fact, if the Steelers weren't a little bit snobby about about correcting past misdeeds. Mm. They might have gone and gotten Mike Wallace with Martavis Bryant Brian being out. out. I like the did Weddle. Did you want that? I did like. I would have wanted that. I really wanted Eric Weddle as well. But speaking of Martavis Bryant. That would have Bryan, been ridiculous. What, a, what, kind of, uh, what kind of thing is this, uh, Dan Hanzoos? What's your reaction to the Martavis Bryant stuff? How much does it hurt Pittsburgh? It's Well, I think that was a potentially historic offense. And we, I thought the same thing last year before Le'Veon Bell and Big Ben got hurt. And you start to wonder, and I think they're still going to score 25 to 30 points a game on average, but I think you start to wonder if a potentially historic offense will ever get a chance to really uh, flap its wings or if they just, you know, some bad luck is uh, conspiring against them. Hanzoos, I'll say you. I'm not Hanzoos, but I will talk I anyway mean, because handsome. we're fast and I've just started. Uh, we, I think, I think it's yeah, it's bad news. I was looking forward to seeing that um, Steelers offense get all fiery and exciting, and I think Martavis Bryant taking away taking him away from it is bad news. Agree, but Ladarius Green gives oh, them a yes, different kind of tight end than they t- uh, typically had. There not Heath Miller. He's not plodding down he, the middle of the field. I will say this about Ladarius Green, and we've been talking him up um, on around the NFL for a while now. There's going to be a lot of pressure on him now because it's going to start to get hyped up that he is going to uh, yeah. become an all-pro guy. He's going to be going in like the third round of fantasy drafts. Everyone's predicting big things. It's going to be a lot of pressure on the guy. We'll see what happens. I will say this. For what it's worth, Sammy Coates was a third-round draft pick, whereas uh, Martavis Bryant was a fourth-round pick. The pedigree, at least the perception was, the pedigree was a little bit better for Coates than it was Bryant. Maybe he can be their salvation in 2016. Next up, Hanzoos, Bachelor. Did uh, that uh, that stiff make the right choice between Lauren and JoJo? He chose Lauren, the blonde. That's the toughest question you asked me so far. Uh, JoJo is a comet. JoJo a little less stable, perhaps. Uh, but I think Lauren was the safe pick. It was the the pick. Let's say Andrew Luck, RG three in the twenty twelve draft. I love you so much. <laughs> it's the Andrew Lauren Luck talked pick. with the crickety voice, and it worked. I'm so in love with you. It was the right move if you want to. If you're trying to make a long-lasting connection, Lauren was a safer bet. Who better to date JoJo? Who would be the best person that we work with to date JoJo, who is now the Bachelorette? Hmm. Hmm. Elliot Harrison. <laughs> like handsome it. devil. All right, now hey, we When can... are we going to talk fast about C.J. Anderson? Oh, C.J. Anderson. I, by the way, everybody, the, this uh, – well, now we can uh, slow down. We got, okay. the, we got okay. the lightning round in. Woo! I just wanted some quick reaction there. We have there a break. Can stuff we just be quiet wouldn't... for like 20 seconds? Just... <laughs> 
Wait, so what's I can your, get my breath back. What's your uh, thoughts on Lauren versus JoJo? I wasn't I wasn't exactly wowed by either one, but then again, in the history of The Bachelor, how many of those women really mm. made me swoon? I think that uh, that was kind of a, a win-win there, whichever way he went, given the women that have typically shown up on The Bachelor. I think those were two high-end choices. And it was a slam dunk to then make JoJo The Bachelorette. I think – She's going to go up against uh, rubbing up with uh, Jordan Rogers, the brother of Aaron Rogers, who is a, a one of the contestants in the oh, next wow. series of The Bachelorette. And by the way, because I, I listen to your guys' podcast. This is oh. my favorite non-around the NFL podcast. That's podcast. so weird because your podcast is my favorite non-DDFB oh. podcast. Um, if you get Chris Harrison on the show, you got to let me sit in. I don't know about that. <laughs> Maybe. It, Please. Are you going to hit? Here's the deal. Are you going to hit the retweet button? If uh, if that happens when I promote the podcast, sure. What is your weird uh, <laughs> stance against hitting a retweet button? This Dan is... Hanzus has been a, a recurring guest here, as regular a visitor in Studio sixty six for the DDFP as anybody in history has been, and yet too good to hit the retweet button. Only you would mention that, and yeah, I don't right. even. I don't even. It's not like I'm consciously not hitting no. the retweet. No, you button. don't know about that, do you? You know what? <laughs> I will be doubling up on the retweet going forward. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> all right, let's say hello to everybody. First of all, to uh, to the man whose uh, English accent you heard just a moment ago. There, all the way from London, England. He's our resident Miami Dolphins fan. It's handsome Hank. <laughs> Hello, handsome. How are you? I'm very well indeed. Thank you. Are you nice and relaxed? Yeah, I'm re- now? a little bit more relaxed. Did you enjoy did, the uh, lightning round? I really. I thought did. I'd surprise I really you. Enjoyed with it. It was. It's a lot of fun. It's unprecedented. I like to do that all the time. At I've the never. Top of a show. Can you, do you, how long do you think you'd be able to sustain that? I think, and I'm not jiving you. I said just before we started, black ties behind the glass. Somehow he has failed upward into the director chair, <laughs> and uh, our pal Arjuna <laughs> is now uh, is now by, I guess is technically right. the producer pushing the black ties. A producer back down the list. I said to Arjuna just before we started, I'm going to do a lightning round right out of the gate. I'm going to start this. I bet you if we did that every day, I bet people would just embrace would, it. Would, yeah. I, oh, if, no. What I meant is how long do you think you could f- talk that fast for? Oh, I, I could go just, on like that for hours on end and have done so do you, for for you years do, of my life. What you do. You black, right. black Tide told me privately he sees himself as a young John Singleton. He said that to me, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you seen that's a well that's a good game to play has Black Tie seen it the John Singleton edition Black Tie have you seen boys Look he's already shaking his head he hasn't seen any uh, Have you seen Boys to the, Boys uh, Boys in the Hood I have seen Boys in the Hood yes All right there you go How old were you when you saw it Mike wait uh, my guess is 9 Yeah I was pretty young yeah. yeah I was pretty young I need to I need to go back in the vault and either uh, don't show don't know or don't care about what's going on in the hood Who said it Someone uh, Cube, man. Cube I was a little that. too young to see that movie, by the way. I remember it watching out, it on a and bus. It scarred me as a, a young white boy from the suburbs of New York. What was the takeaway for you? Don't move to South Central Los Angeles. When Then I think you got the point. Yeah, when the guy gets blasted in the alleyway, that was crushing. Yeah, very sad. Although I did think it prob I mean, I obviously have never been recruited, 
by a big-time college to play ball for them. But I imagine they got that aspect at least right. How weird that must be Mm. to go into somebody's home like that. And it's a big event for – the mom for the you know hey this recruiter's here and they you put out cookies and stuff yeah. for them and that how weird that must be if you're the recruiter if you're the head coach but that's I why I wouldn't want to be a college coach I wouldn't want to have to do that like go on dozens of recruiting trips and try and sell kids on the you're fast talking though that would work that probably would right. you're probably right about that yeah I watched The Bachelor last night for the record though Hanzoos mm-hmm. and uh, I I did. Uh, my takeaway from the season was I, I really don't think there's been a bigger stiff in the history of The Bachelor than uh, what's-his-name. I don't even know his name anymore. I watched the whole season. I can't even he think of his name. doesn't even exist. Do you know his name? I can tell you just from looking it up. Ben handsome Higgins. Dev Ben Higgins. He looks a lot like, according to Matt Money Smith, he looks like, like uh, Handsome He Hamlet. was on your your boy Jimmy's show yesterday, and he was almost invisible. He almost disappeared in the couch. How did uh, Lauren look out in the wild? Uh, she's a beautiful woman. Do you think so? Uh, the blonde is a beautiful woman. You she's, I, I believe she's got like the ne- girl next door beauty. I, JoJo, I get, I get it. The rejected one, and now the Bachelorette is uh, is really obsessed by her own bosoms, which may or may not have been enhanced by another person, because everything she wears features them prominently. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, nature makes them prominently featured, but also the the cut of her dresses and stuff. My uh, my wife, who I watch the show with, um, found it to be a little trashy in her words. The outfits, a little too much uh, plunging nature in the the dresses. There was a similar they're, they're critique coming out of my home as well. Yes, really? Yes, not yeah. from you. No. Now, although, you know what? I'm a little prudish about that, to be oh, honest with dude. you. I am. No jive. I get a little prudish. I don't, I don't Funny, need I've a woman. I've never heard that from you. But That's ridiculous. What? That I'm a prude like that? <laughs> Why would you be prudish about another person's person's, television. like plunging neckline? I don't. Why would that make you prudish? Because I disapprove of it. That's what oh. I don't. I, what? Okay. Never mind. I don't know. I like because I, you know, I, I, I don't uh, favor, you know, turn of the century bathing suits where the, the covered up necklines all the way down to the ankle. But I also think there's something in between. I don't I don't need to see it all. Hmm. Some, something to the imagination. No? Babe, a woman could show as much or as little as she desires. It's not up to you to decide. Thank you, Dan Hanzoos. That's a that's a that's positively enlightened, enlightened, enlightened. Uh, Thank you, bit of analysis there. All right, Arjuna, analysis. what do you want us to talk about now? <laughs> How did you think the uh, lightning round went, too, by the way? Uh, I liked it. I thought it went well. I thought you guys got some good points in. Don't patronize me. Anywho, let's talk about uh, something that I put out and got a lot of heat for from you, Handsome Hank. Uh, do we have to? I a just want to mention it real quick. It we, got weird, actually, at one point. Well, we built it. Well, Shaq, before you do that, you know you're on total access yesterday, which is Monday here. Right. Dave and, looked like um, he had just been scraped off the floor. Oh, speaking of what he looked like, here's what he <laughs> sounded like on TA. This is the first thing he said right off the top. Well, you know my gig over here is to kind of stir the pot, and when I leave here, I like to go to bars. <laughs> that was the first thing he said. You look like you had just come What's straight from a bar. Is that? Are you going to critique that? Uh, yeah, it was, it was. I mean, a weird, black tie? It was a weird intro. Well, you know my gig over here is to kind of stir the pot, and when I, I leave here, I like to go to bars. Dave pumping up his everyman bona fides. Yeah. We can't get him into a bar <laughs> right. ever. You know what he <laughs> refuses our invitations yeah. to bars. You know what he didn't pump up the show, the show that he does. A little promotion. What 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 would you have had me done there? Hey, well, you know, on the Dave Damashek football program Boom, available just on iTunes. It. No, he's Nailed actually it. talking about the R and B podcast. Oh, that's <laughs> <good>. <laughs> that's now, you know, that's I, a good show. 
That is a good show. <laughs> um, yes, I visited with uh, with the the uh, divine Lindsay Rhodes and uh, on Total Access, and we kibitzed briefly about the series now running on NFL.com. It is the greatest quarterbacks of the Super Bowl era, as we discussed here on the DDFP over the past month, Handsome Hank. We ranked the quarterbacks in 10-year no, 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 increments. No, 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 wait, wait, wait. We, you ranked quarterbacks in 10 years. No, no. You and I well, did, I and I modified to... my list, as I said. You as, modified your list. As we discussed on DDFP, <laughs> in advance of the formal issuing of my quarterback rankings as of Super Bowl 10, then as of Super 20, Bowl 20, 30, 30 40, 40, 50, 50 and, and looking 60. ahead to 60. Right. I was there. I was part of this. Whole I thing. said as we would go through each one of those lists. I said, hey, "Let's." I'd up- like some of your. I like some of your input. Fella. I'm Tell putting me what it down think. in pencil. What I think. Okay. I said a month ago. Right. So let's and just so let's just jump into this because I am. I just want to bring up a couple things. Go to NFL.com. Check it out. Super Bowl ten is out. Super Bowl twenty is out. Super Bowl thirty is out. And probably by the time you're listening to this, Super Bowl forty will be out. And soon Henry will be out of the show. I think. Terry Bradshaw. I probably will give myself a heart attack. Here's what I don't You were upset that by Super Bowl 20, I had Terry Bradshaw at number one. That's not really what I was upset by, if I'm I'm totally honest with you. What I was upset by is, let's say, I don't know, 11 shows ago, we sat, you you and I, in this studio, right where we are now, went through exactly that. The quarterbacks at Super Bowl 20, who would be considered the best quarterback at the time. In your in-pencil list, Mm -hmm. you had, I think, Bart's. Bart Starr one or Johnny Unitas one? I had Johnny U number one. Johnny U one, Star two, Bradshaw three, Starbuck four. Can't remember after that. And we had a conversation. It would it was animated, but I thought it was pleasant. Where I made a case <laughs> for Starbuck to be ahead of Terry Bradshaw at three. So he'd be three. So it'd be still Johnny U one, Star two, mm-hmm. um, Starbuck three, Bradshaw four. When you publish your list, which you say I was only in pencil and let's have a conversation about this, you vaulted Bradshaw from three or four, where I had him, to one. As of Super Bowl twenty, because as, as of, of Super, Super Bowl, Bowl 20, twenty, he had four but, Lombardi And trophies. that's fine, and you make the that case and we can get into that. But what two. I don't what I'm more upset about is that you value my opinion so much as to not just do the opposite of what I said, but actually jump Bradshaw, did you see, two the, spots that did you see in the Super Bowl 30 list, though? I had Montana one. I initially well, had I Marino. I don't know how in, you could possibly have had anything else. I Right. <laughs> but I had Marino initially in pencil at number two, two ahead of Elway down and Favre. To make a case you talked me out of that one and said, Marino, I'm a, quite a fan of his. But <laughs> to be honest with myself and you, Dave... I believe Favre and Elway both belong ahead of him. I didn't say Elway. But anyway, you can take it however you want. You but what, think of England? You're, <laughs> very, you're very cross with I will, this Because I'm angry about the can fact I, that my opinion is valued so little that you decided to do can, not just like completely go against it. Can I jump in one second? Because I know both of you pretty well by now. And I know because I've done it before. I know when Henry's actually a little bit pissed. And I know certainly when Dave gets angry. Well, Dave doesn't. Every like ten or twelve weeks, like <laughs> Dave freezes me out for a week or so over something, maybe a retweet, <laughs> something like that. Um, a but retweet, gonna awry, gonna awry. But my point is, in the newsroom, Black thereof. on Monday, uh, when Henry was getting fired up in the newsroom, and you made a comment, I think there was a producer around saying to the producer that you shouldn't have Dave on. 
I thought you were going into the Sheck penalty box for that because that's the type of thing that really gets <laughs> Sheck angry. I mean, it was what I'm trying to say. This was real. The the back and forth. I well, I don't know about any of that, but I <laughs> I find it. I, I the the argument that that I keep having to mount for Terry Bradshaw. I, I, it really is a very funny thing how these narratives do work out, how some guys get benefit of the doubt, other guys just slip through the cracks of history. Somehow Terry Bradshaw. He hasn't slipped through any cracks. Sure he he's, has. He's, he's he's ranked in the right place by normal people. Where do you rank him as of? Uh, at, at the time, I ranked him four. It's not, it's not slipping behind, through any cracks. Behind, behind Johnny Unitas, behind Bart Starr. This is at Super Bowl twenty. Gotcha. Uh, behind, for me, behind Roger Starbuck, and 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 then Terry Bradshaw at four. Head of Namath. I mean, the thing that's tough Head to do. Dawson. Yeah. By the way, yeah, Joe Namath is another guy who people decided there there was this groundswell of of you know snark directed at Joe Namath. I think in the last ten years, you know, when you look at his numbers, he really is overrated. Now, twenty-two year old kids are announcing pretentiously, Joe Namath is the most overrated of all time. Not knowing anything about the guy, not knowing anything. He really is sort of the Terrell Davis of quarterbacks. You know, he had this uh, this this wonderful start to his career and was undone by knee injuries, but, you know, transcendent, short yeah. window. Great play. But did, you know, and he's one of the seminal figures in pro football history. Preach. Surely he has to be in the top ten at least early on there. Anyhow, go check it out because people – the bottom line is people look at these and then want to attack me for my lists. And uh, and so why don't you do the same and drop me a line in the comment section there on NFL.com. Here we go. I'm keeping it going fast and furious. I'm going to here, – here's another – Are you pop, guys okay, by the way? Pop quiz. I don't know. I think he's present. <laughs> I, I haven't been allowed to speak since. <laughs> All right. Speak now, handsome. I want – here's a pop quiz for the two of you. Back and forth we'll go. No looking at computers. Okay. Quarterbacks who've won at least two Super Bowls. Really, the crux to my argument here, and as I say all the time, if you don't win, I'm buying you guys a couple of seconds here to think right. of your answers. But this thing that people get dismissive about, oh, Bradshaw, as a, as a, as an example. Oh, so what? So he won four Super Bowls. I don't know if you noticed, but they play the Super Bowl every year. And the season always winds up with one team winning it. I do think it matters who wins the Super Bowls. I do think that that counts. And if you're Bob Greasy and you were a passenger on the Dolphins' uh, dynasty train and turned around and handed the ball off, that's one thing. Terry Bradshaw, single not single-handedly, is too strong. But Terry so Bradshaw won. Turned this into it. Just this is a Terry Bradshaw. It's not about right Steelers, now. but I'm just saying that yeah. there are certain guys <laughs> who are prominent in their team's victories. In Super Bowls, it does have to count the, the, the idea that, well, that uh, that's too anecdotal or that that's too small a sample size. What? We're talking about the Super Bowl. We're not talking about a game in October. We're talking about big-time games. You rise up and play your best ball in the big game, yes, it will be weighted in your favor. I think you said I, enough there that I have the whole list. All right, good. How, Ready? how many are on the Go. list? Is it, is it nine, by the way? Brady, Montana. No, no, fool. Go back and forth. Oh, sorry. <laughs> well, you already said Montana, but okay. so I'll say Eli. Yeah, good one. Okay. Now you say Montana. Okay, Montana. Peyton. I gave you too much time to do Star. this. Star. Bradshaw. Aikman. Starback. Greasy. 
Roethlisberger. Has the love, right? Did you say Elway? No. No. Did you say Peyton? Yeah. He said Peyton. did say Peyton. All right. That was just a fun little pop That's a good game. There may be another one coming along, and it may be right now. Losing quarterbacks in the Super Bowl. Hands who's go. Losing quarterbacks. quarterbacks, Stan Humphreys. You have to have started the game. Yes, you have to have started. You can't just have been on the roster. Dan Marino. Ah. Earl Morrow. Colin Kaepernick. Hmm. Well, you can't name another. I'm trying to think of a Tony The good Eason. news is there aren't any Jets because they only played in that one <laughs> yeah, Super Bowl. I know. Jim Kelly, Jim Kelly, Jim Kelly, Jim Kelly. Ah, that wait, wait is that uh, did you steal that from Hanzus? What? Well, so go ahead. No, I already. Yeah, I said what? it. Uh, did Tony Eason start for the Patriots? He, uh, he, did. he did. Yeah, Neil O'Donnell. I'll throw another one. Through. That's a good one. Uh, David Woodley. Very nice. I I dare say the late, uh, not so great David Woodley, the worst person, worst player to ever start a Super Bowl. Person, not worst person. <laughs> <laughs> the worst quarterback. An interesting take. Uh, Kerry Collins. Ooh, I like nice. that one. Uh, let's go with um, the great Cam Newton. Ooh, lost cool. a Super Bowl recently. He did. Uh, Rich Gannon. Mm. Um, Fran Tarkenton. Now my brain's starting to hurt. Um. See, I don't know. Brett Favor, John right. Elway, very good. I, I I'll do them. I, let me see if I can do them in order for you. That one, I don't know. Len Dawson in one, <laughs> Daryl LaMonica in two, uh, Earl oh. Morrill in three, um, uh, uh, Joe Cap in four, Johnny U in five. Bob, Bob Greasy in six, um, Billy Kilmer in seven, Fran Tarkenton in eight, Fran in nine, mm. Staubach in ten, Tarkenton in eleven, Morton, Craig Morton in twelve, Staubach in twelve, Ferragamo in fourteen, Jaworski in fifteen, uh, Ken Anderson in sixteen, Woodley in seventeen. Theismann in 18, Marino in 19, Eason in 20, and I'll stop there. I think I've proved my bona fides there, Hanzoos. Pretty good. Boomer Esiason in 23. Yeah, that's, that's right. a good one. That's right. All right, now let's move on to uh, – Dan loves Boomer. Did you know that Dan had a dog named Boomer? I did. I love that dog so much. After Boomer Esiason. Yep. Boy, that's really your wheelhouse. Altoon, Wesley Walker – Freeman, McNeil, and so on. No, no it was no, much no, that earlier. Was much it was earlier. 90, that was Kenneth Bryan. He was Bryan. there 93 to 95. Oh, so that, yeah, that's even after the yeah, Ken O'Brien yeah. era. Hey, let's now uh, move on to something that you can also watch on YouTube right now if you are so inclined. There's some big-name guys in free agency and in the draft that play quarterback, and there are plenty of teams that want to get their hands on a high-end signal collar. Let's rank them right now. Fellas, you may have heard that it's free agency and the draft is nigh. Teams still looking to find the quarterback who will lead the way for them. It is a quarterback league after all. I've ranked for you the top seven names, a combination of the big name free agents and the guys who people seem to be swooning about that will be available in the draft. At number one, I have Carson Wentz, then Cardell Jones. I know people aren't going to like that one or Mm. people are going to laugh at me. Then Colin Kaepernick. Keep on laughing. There's Jared Goff. 
then Paxton Lynch, Ryan Fitzpatrick, and bringing up the rear, RG3, Hanzoos React. Who do you want the most? Were you an NFL GM? And by the way, your team probably needs a quarterback, Dan. You're a Jets fan, oh, aren't you? Oh, stop it. Ryan Fitzpatrick is <laughs> going to come back to the Jets crawling and taking uh, a contract that will be great for the New York Jets. But I think I like where you have Colin Kaepernick, by the way. I can't speak to the college kids, but I think Kaepernick is a guy in the right spot after these surgeries. He's getting healthy. Put him with the right coaching staff, which is important. I think he could still be a pro ball type quarterback. I'm not giving up on him. That's why I would be willing to take a chance. Would on you him. like him as a Jets fan with Chan Gailey, who has transformed a lot of quarterbacks careers? I would. I, RG3 is visited with the Jets, but I would, if I had to choose between those two quarterbacks, it would probably be Kaepernick. And would you like him more than you like Ryan Fitzpatrick, back, no. who had a career year in Fitz it, Magic. the Jets? Bring back Fitzmagic. Why, why are we messing around here? Because uh, the of the preceding years that Ryan Fitzpatrick has played in the NFL. It's not uh, are, like he's some world beater. You think he's winning a Super Bowl? Incorrect. He's hey, not. Hey, Manning just won a Super Bowl. You should know that. Like, there are no reverse gears in this tank, Dave. We just look forward, and Ryan Fitzpatrick is in a productive quarterback. Hey, hey don't uh, try and fix what ain't broke, Jex fans, right? Handsome Hank, what do you think about my collegians listed here? Well, I like Carson Wentz. Everything I hear about him, of course, we didn't see him that much in college, but he sounds like one of your guys, like a Ben Roethlisberger. Can Everybody, there is a kid, at least one kid, in every right. draft now since Ben Roethlisberger got to the league Tall, that is compared to Ben Remember Blake Bortles right. a couple of years ago. Big, yeah. um, exactly. But, I mean, the, you know, that, that James Winston, up. right. Right. I, I, so I, I think he's probably the top guy there, and he probably will wind up being the, the top guy drafted. If you can, if you speak about conventional wisdom, Jared Goff is the guy that you hear probably being the second, first or second quarterback. It's one of those two names. Cardell Jones shows up on no list as a as a first round potential. It's guy. not a checklist. And it's, it's an extraordinary. It's an extraordinary choice that he. You'd rather have him. I know it's crazy. The guy Kaepernick. who the guy who whipped Bama's defense. That's insane that I would but, list Cardell Jones. So wait, did I did I sleep through the Hall of 2015? No, fine. That Listen. happened a long time ago, Dave. Since then, he got benched. I, and you know what? What he has not uh, lost, though, is uh, the cannon attached to his right That's shoulder. Great. He runs great. Listen, it's all, all right. He's not the first kid in the history of college who maybe wasn't focused, uh, keeping his eye on the prize of what his career was going to be. Maybe. But, All right, it didn't work out with Ryan Mallett. I took that gamble last year. But then again, there are a lot of guys who, as they get into their early 20s and are surrounded by professionals and see the way to do it, maybe Cardell Jones will be one of those guys. And maybe I'm gambling he will. He will maybe, be. maybe you're smarter than every scout and every other person who's done, you know, draft analyst who's come up with a mock between take a Take a guy like that early, by the way, and you get it wrong, people lose jobs. People lose jobs. I, well, I'm not advocating taking the first round, but you don't need the to. Best I'm saying available. who I would want, I would spend a third-round pick You'd on Cardell Jones and be very happy with that. Dave, damn a shit. All right, fellas, so that's that. I I, I'm interested, though, to talk to Dan. I thought that was a great segment that we just did. Mm. Um, but about about the Jets, like that that's a tough thing for you to – tough situation for your team to be in. Because I bet you didn't see that coming at the end of the season. Uh, you selling me down the river here because I haven't seen the previous segment yet? You just were in it. We were just in it. We just talked about the eight best oh, quarterbacks that. remaining. I, I apologize. Uh, sorry, I don't, I don't, I'm new to this world, okay? Uh, so you're asking me I'd how like the season – Ask the question again. I'm sorry. Let's let's hear it with fresh ears. Okay, let's pretend that it's never happened. Okay, go ahead. Go <laughs> ahead and ask it again. Okay. Um, 
But I'm interested to find out what you think. Were about you the Jets. just trying there to leave a space so that somebody could edit that or something? What was that? <laughs> that's what I was trying. What's well, not going? That's to what be, I'm so hoping is going to happen. Just leave. It a, I'm trying to save Dan. No, leave okay. a bit. You leave it. a bit of dead air and then and then try and pick it up. <laughs> I'm trying to save Dan's. Wait, job. wait, 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 wait. <laughs> As you were saying, Dan, <laughs> he's a pro. I'm trying to be a pro. That that's well what done. I'm trying to right, do. Go ahead, right, ask your question. But seriously, like the Jets, it's that's that's awkward for you, right? You didn't see that coming. <laughs> At the end of the season, when you were so excited about, oh, okay. about um, Fitz Magic, and uh, you didn't think that it would come down to, oh no, they're gonna be wrangling over a quarterback again. I am very surprised <clears throat> to hear that they're lowballing him. Right. Initially, I thought they were playing it very well, but in the last couple of days, it sounds like they're literally giving him like a take, or, take it or leave it offer and creating legitimate bad blood. Right. I mean, the great Dave Damashek, who has said before that there are not enough, well, we all know there aren't enough quarterbacks to go around in the NFL right. already. You don't want to get yourself back on that train because who knows where that ends. May I say, too, the thing that is interesting that people seem to be throwing out there as though it is a legitimate negotiating ploy for the Jets to go to Fitzpatrick with. And legitimately, these yeah. are these are people that are offering this as advice to the Jets. Hey, you could just go to Fitzpatrick and say, hey, if somebody didn't punch Geno Smith in the face, you wouldn't even have been our starter. That'll be a great opening volley no, to, it, to bring it back It's the total in. opposite, which is part of the reason why he might be angry. He's like, I saved your guy's butts right, exactly. last year. And now you're lowballing me. The clown car was pulling back in uh, to uh, the Meadowlands, and I stepped One jet in place. out of nowhere and delivered the best season of my life and made you guys competitive instead of a laughing stock. And this is what they get. And you wonder how much one quarter of play right, that affected quarter. is affecting these negotiations. Throwing three interceptions in the, in the fourth quarter of the season finale at Buffalo. If he doesn't have that bad quarter and they win that game, even if they get knocked out in the first round of the playoffs and he ends up with 31 touchdowns and 12 interceptions and they go to the playoffs, I'm sure he gets a big contract. I think, it's a yeah. great point, I think but the on and- the, uh, the other side of that coin, if you want to look at it pessimistically, is that then they would have their backs to the wall and be required by the fan base and otherwise to sign Ryan Fitzpatrick, who deep down, do you really believe that Ryan Fitzpatrick save a fluky mm. stretch of circumstances like, and I'm not diminishing Peyton Manning, or maybe I am or what I mean, sure everybody knows that he wasn't good last year. The Denver Broncos were a whisker away from not getting into January, because but their defense kept not just being relevant in games, but stealing games with pick sixes and scooped up fumbles returned to the end zone. Uh, without any any one of those events, they don't even get into the playoffs. These teams that are defense based, these dominant defenses, don't win without a, a very good quarterback. Save a couple of exceptions that prove the rule. Right. And Ryan Fitzpatrick is not a – he might get you to the playoffs. He ain't ever winning you a Super I, Bowl. I would like Ryan Fitzpatrick back with the Jets, but at the same time, I would not be crushed if, if they go in a different direction. Just do not stick me with Geno Smith. That's all I ask. Have a plan, and if you decide Fitzpatrick isn't the guy worthy of pay, paying $15 million a year, just give me a, another option. Don't stick me with Geno Smith and say, oh, Bryce Petty could be ready in a year, so just let's go back on the Geno coaster. I ain't riding it. 
speaking of teams and how sad it is to have to root for these teams, you root for the Dolphins, handsome. And are you pleased right now that you've won the C.J. Anderson sweepstakes or that uh, – or I'm sorry, the Broncos have taken him off your hands? I think that's a victory for you. Really? Too much money for C.J. Anderson. When did well, we the decide whole, that C.J. – The whole deal that they'd offered him was a four-year, $18 million deal. Uh, they were going to pay him a bunch of money up front, and I think that's what they thought they would make. They would would mean they would get the get him from Denver. But I, I'm, I mean, I don't, care, I don't really care one way or another. Isn't it? By the particular? way, also, what am I missing here? The Broncos could have kept C.J. Anderson for much, much, much less money, and, and yet Broncos fans will tell you you got to trust in Elway. He knows what he's doing. This was a major screw up. It by was Elway. a screw up, and I think Elway's kind of admitted to it being a screw up as well. Has he? Kind of. If he would have put the second round tender, that would have scared off teams, and I guess they would have had to pay eight hundred thousand. Eight hundred thousand more, and they'd have kept him. Right. I. I, I it doesn't. You know. Instead, they're paying him six million this year for a guy. And Chris $6 Wessling million dollars. Chris Wessling, a guy whose opinion I I I really do plug into. He thinks that C J Anderson is a stud, uh, but I'm of the of the school that. He's been really great in sections of two right. years, but has never had a great a full season. So maybe you shouldn't pay him until you actually see it. And now the Broncos are locked into a long-term deal with him. If you're of a certain age, he is Joe Morris incarnate. If right. you remember watching the New York Giants running back when they were winning a Super Bowl with Parcells back in the mid-'80s. I mean, they are the same size. guy, yeah. They're the same size. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they have this. They're the same height. They're yep. the same weight. They have the same physique. That yep. that squat little big butt with yep. big thighs and everything. They're mm. they're really the same uh, attributes and everything. So he's good, but I mean, that's a lot of loot. It's a lot of loot. The one thing I would say, the Dolphins are. I mean, I, this season is. I can see it from from here. It's going to be a a four and twelve type campaign. They have not done much in free agency, rightly so, because they're having to pay themselves back for no all, hope. All the- you have no hope already. I, I kind of, I, I think there's something funny, interesting. There's a stink now on Mario Williams, but lining him up, and I do oh, think long term, it's a fail got- to not keep Olivier Vernon, and but, but you do. You can't bring afford in- that though. I mean, that this is why these numbers are a little bit crazy. Is that that's a ridiculous amount of money to play for a guy. Olivier Vernon was a nice second defensive end. He's being paid more than J.J. Watt. That is weird. Hmm. I also, one of the things that annoy me that you keep on seeing popping up with the Dolphins and other teams is like, I thought the Dolphins were trying to get younger, so they signed Mario Williams, who's 31, when they could have signed Player X, who's 28. Right. It's like, come on. I mean, this yeah, isn't signing at- a 23-year-old against a 36-year-old. Right. He's still going to be close to Mario Williams if he's motivated. I bet, I bet it goes the opposite way. You take down all the expectations, and the Dolphins are a competitive team next year. Watch. Just watch. Uh, we'll see. They, I mean, they need to draft well. But my, what I was going to say is running, uh, running back, they have Jay Ajayi, who I like personally. I think he I think he could be good. But they really don't have anyone else. And I, they'll probably draft another guy. But you probably you, they got to find some kind of a veteran free agent, Arian Foster, or, uh, or maybe you know a guy like uh, Alfred Morris. Last question for you guys. What contender at the end of 2015 has now – fallen off or has the most work still to do to get back into that mix for 2016? Denver Broncos. Denver Broncos, right? I mean, if, they, they have if, no if, QB. Their, plan, if their plan is Mark Sanchez, then God help them. What's up with Mark Sanchez's haircut? What happened? Mark I Sanchez think- was a in New York. He was a stud. He could have had any woman. He could have had any woman in America. And I don't want just just put a text out there. Hey, it's Mark. I'm and as bu- it was, he only had busy. half of them. I'm not busy tonight. What happened to Mark I, Sanchez? First of all, I don't want to be you know mean to the guy, but 
it seems like if I had to give an actual critical analysis that he's losing a little bit of it up top. Right. Uh, which happens to a lot he's of people. He's over-designing now. But now he w- he went with a type of haircut that accentuates the, the receding hairline, and then he's matting it down and making it kind of a wet look, which he was never doing in New York. I would just love to talk to a stylist. You're not going to find hair analysis like that anywhere else. No, indeed, but you could pay a visit to the makeup room here at NFL Media, and maybe they would have some insight on you. Uh-huh. There's a new segment for you, Hanzoos. <laughs> Hanzoos. And his uh, mane of hair, his salt and pepper hair, <laughs> visits the makeup room to get the insights of hair. Uh, mm, I like that. Hair professionals. That's your thing. Yeah, no, I like I like hair. I'm a little plugged in on it now as I get older. I don't know. All right, I think we've said it all, more than enough for uh, for today at least. And so we'll wrap it up here. Dan Hanzoos around the NFL. Check out uh, on NFL.com around the NFL, updating you on all the breaking news. And there's much of it going on in pro football and thrice weekly, the around the NFL podcast available on NFL.com slash podcast and iTunes. Handsome Hank. He uh, he can be found at his desk, wringing his hands and tisk tisking at Damashek's banner list of uh, lists of uh, the best quarterbacks by the decade in the Super Bowl era. Part uh, part four, Super Bowl 40 will be in front Coming of Coming up on, on Wednesday. On Wednesday. There's a clamor. I can hear the clamor. Um, and uh, we'll have another podcast for you later in the week. In the meantime, thanks so much, football fans. It's been a thin slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What do the most successful growing businesses have in common? They're working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.